When I was younger, a long, long time ago, I did some things that I'm not proud of. I did some things that I'd like to think I would never do again today. I've lied to people. I've gotten drunk and yelled at someone at a party about the real cause of World War I. I did a lot of things that I look back on and think, wow, who even was that guy? Is that guy me? And the answer is yes and no. The fact is, there are some things in my past that I regret. I don't want to confront my regrets. It doesn't feel good to confront yourself. But you can't go through life without confrontation. Confrontations are some of the most exciting moments of being alive. And there's no more intense a confrontation than a confrontation with yourself. Earlier I said I've lied to people in my past. But what I didn't mention is the person I've lied to the most, myself. We all tell ourselves our own story, and it's hard to admit when something conflicts with the narrative you've built. No one wants to admit to themselves that they had a chance at achieving their dreams, messed it up, and now it's too late. No one wants to admit that they didn't know who Gabriel Principe was and shot their mouth off at a party ten years ago to a guy who really did know what he was talking about. And no one wants to admit that preserving their relationship with your sister is a lot more important than who was right. Personal failure is hard to confront. So we find ways to tell ourselves we succeeded and that we were right. Well, it was the politicians that made us leave South Vietnam too early that, no, sometimes you fail. And sometimes, after years of telling yourself you succeeded, you suddenly confront the truth and realize the failure in your past for what it really is. And it hurts. And the pain even feels pointless at first because it's not like admitting and confronting your failure 10 years after it happened really changes anything. Or does it? It doesn't change the failure, but it changes your perspective and understanding of yourself. And that's huge. That's what life is all about. It's never too late to acknowledge your mistakes. It's never too late to become a better person. It's never too late to muster the courage to face your true self. Between the earthquakes and meteor, it just might be the end of the world, like everyone's been saying. Oh, how depressing. What a miserable world this is. I don't know what to tell you, lady. Welcome to No One Can Know About This, a podcast where we play every Final Fantasy. I'm Jeff Ekman. And I'm Ryan Kazmiski. And here we go, Season 4, Episode 28. It It is that episode. I mean, I can't believe we're this far into a season. <laughs> uh, I can't believe how much left there is. Nah, we're not really that far. <laughs> no, we're but, not. Uh, well, last week, everybody was in Medeal, and Medeal fell into the live stream. Mm-hmm. With Cloud and Tifa. Yeah, Cloud and Tifa were the only people... What happened to the rest of the people in the town who fell into the I think a stream? lot of people died. But what? why didn't they go to where Tifa and Cloud go? Maybe, I mean, maybe there were like a dozen journeys of self-discovery ending in people in <laughs> like, like individual, various parts And they're of the all world, like washing that's up just eventually. like not the story we're, we're watching. <laughs> okay, all right. You I know, can accept that. That could have happened. So like Sid and the rest of the gang are like on the edge of the crater. They didn't fall into the mm-hmm. life stream. Yeah, they made it back to the high wind. Yeah, and this week is the big... 
life stream flashback slash all will be revealed not all but close to all well i a mean lot. all that's left to be revealed they've already <laughs> tried to reveal the other stuff and it just didn't make any sense <laughs> like all that's left i feel like there's no extra information after this is there is this, this uh, is kind of the I end think, of the i think this is the last big twist that's in the main story that like is involving like, like the past there, i mean well like, there's like the zack Flashback. Oh yeah, there's like a couple more things. There's the Vincent some... flashback. Yeah. Oh, never mind. You're right. What there's... am I talking about? <laughs> this, <laughs> this is the big bunch. one, though. This is the big this one. Is, this yeah. one matters. I, I imagine Bugenhagen tells us something when we got to go look for that key under the ocean. Yeah, I just mean this one is like the final sort of key for Cloud's yeah. identity. This is a big. Like, this, this is, is like it. when you fi Cloud figures it all out. So let's get into it. The last we saw, Tifa was in like a black space and she was spinning and we heard dripping noises. Mm -hmm. Are you ready to go into the live stream? <laughs> Are you ready to play the noise? <laughs> yeah. Stop it, stay back. This is what it's like in the live stream? Yeah, what if Heaven was just like clanging noises and like radio yeah. static? Yeah, she's like just like in a nightmare. Machine guns. <laughs> this is the promised land that everybody wants to go to? <laughs> you're not supposed to go there while you're still alive. <laughs> Somebody help, please! <laughs> Cloud, help me. Yeah. Oh, maybe she was spinning around through the ether of the light Yeah, street. I think that was, yeah. she was just like, yeah. I don't know where, I can't see anything. I'm... I think that's like her consciousness being torn apart or something. And yeah. she's like integrating into the, what's about to happen. Right. Well, because she like spins more and floats downward from the black space and comes in this very, I don't know how to just start describing this place. She's on like a pedestal in like, like a universe. Yeah, I would just describe this as like a dreamscape where there's, yeah. they're floating kind of in a celestial area. Right, like the Milky Way is in the background. Yeah, and they're basically on like a circular island floating in it that has like a few paths jutting off. And there's like multiple clouds mm -hmm. that are sitting on different paths. And yeah. Tifa wakes up in the middle of it. Here we are at the bottom. Oh, Multiple boy. clouds. Uh-oh. We're in a dream state. We're in the ethereal yeah. sequence. One of the clouds is like kind of see-through and he's like spinning around up near the ceiling. Yeah, no, I love this. Like he's sort of almost like background. He's like a jumbo cloud that's like <laughs> grabbing his head and like going like, no. Where am I? All right, it's time to put all the pieces of cloud back together time or to something. Get the, every cloud from my memory Jesus. is going to be brought together to be all... It's gonna be a reunion. It's time yeah. for a reunion. Time for a cloud reunion. A cloudy reunion. What is it, cloud? What Her is memory, this? it's a little cloudy. It is. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is this inside of your dreams, or is it your subconsciousness? Or is it somehow my subconsciousness? Or could it be both? Because really, who knows what the difference is? <laughs> You're searching, aren't you, cloud? Searching for yourself. I can help. We work together to try to get the real you back. But where do we start? Who is the real you? 
I have to fight every version of you in order to know which one is the real one. So we run around to each of the three clouds, mm-hmm. and each of them gives you like a primer on what their story is going to reveal. Yeah, this one's going, were we really at that well in the first episode? Mm-hmm. What if that memory was all a lie? So that's what this cloud is saying. So we walk up to another cloud. And he's got like a secret. A sealed up secret wish. Tender feelings that no one can ever know. Well, that's a different cloud from Tifa's past. Gates of Nibelheim. Five years ago, Sephiroth passed through these gates. And that's how it all started. That's the real cloud. Yeah, this part's really cool. Like, from this center celestial area, one pathway leads to a memory of Nibelheim. Mm -hmm. Another area leads to, like, Tifa's bedroom window. Like, Mm -hmm. all the memories are here. Yeah, it's great. It connects to Nibelheim? That's right. It's probably best to start from there. Now we go in. Let's go have a look, Cloud. I know it's not easy, but I'll be right with you. Look at this place. Some Milky Way in the background. So we enter the real memory of Nibelheim. Yeah, this is going to be the objectively factual, like, not Sephiroth's interpretation, not, like, Cloud's weird memory mm-hmm. that doesn't match Tifa's. Like, this is the real memory. We've spent a lot of time in Nibelheim, and now we're going to find the truth. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I remember this spot. Where a bunch of shit that made no sense happened. This is the Nibelheim you remember, right? It's the same as my Nibelheim. That's why this place is our Nibelheim. Okay. Five years ago, two men from Soldier came. Sephiroth and a young and vibrant soldier. Can you tell me again what happened? Cloud has his head, like, hung real low, like mm-hmm. he's a, an ashamed puppy. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he's going to, like, start the memory playing out yeah. how it really happened. Sephiroth shows up. There's Sephiroth. How does it feel? Five years ago, I saw the real Sephiroth for the very first time. It's your first time back to your hometown in a long time, right? I wouldn't know because I don't have a hometown. I actually saw that his hometown was unknown in the booklet. Well, Maybe even unknown to him. There you go. Um, how about your parents? My mother is Genova. She died right before she gave birth to me. I misspoke there. You meant to say after. Yeah. After it's, she gave it's birth. It's not to even him. a typo in the game. That was on me. For some reason, I said <laughs> she died right before she hey, gave birth to me. We read a lot of text we did. every day. So, what does it matter? All right, let's go. Yeah, that cloud walked into this cloud, and now like he's become more cloud. More cloudy. No cloud. He's gone from partly cloudy to mostly cloudy. I've been hiding it for some time, afraid that if I told you something terrible might happen. So Cloud walks up into like the center position where we have seen the flashback Sephiroth showed us earlier where we know Zack should be. And Tifa like chastises him and is like, no, that's not where you you weren't there. Right. So don't stand there. Don't stand in the spot (laughs) in the memory that you think you were. We're going to stand you. We got to figure out. I don't know where you should stand, but you don't stand there. You weren't here. Cloud did not come to Nibelheim five years ago. I waited, but Cloud never came. Oh. I was wearing similar clothes, but a hat. As Two that were ordered here were Sephiroth and another person. Zack? It's gotta be. The guy with the black spiky hair, who we saw come out of that mansion. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go. Yeah, there he is. Uh, Shadow Sonic. Shadow Sonic. This is so cool. 
and super, like, haunting. So we leave that dream, Nibelheim, and go back to the main celestial space. Mm -hmm. The pathway to Nibelheim, like, Nibelheim has disappeared. Yeah, so now we're going to go to, like, the Cloud's childhood memories, which yeah. is, like, involves when they were at the well when they were kids, and then, like, some extra context for that, too. So we head down that other path. I think this is the Cloud that she knew that just never came back. This one. Yeah, the, okay. at the well. And they were the kids. one who, that, that they did, had the front. She did just say, she's like, I, was wait I waited for Cloud, like, Cloud never came back. What did come back was Zack and... Yeah, Sephiroth and some other guy. Some older came. Black hair guy. Just keep checking all those small emotions and it'll come back slowly, little by little. Just keep checking them. Mm -hmm. Please visit it repeatedly. You're gonna want to visit all of your memories and emotions repeatedly <laughs> to see if they have different things to say to you down the road. Right, like that sky at night, that night, the heavens were filled with stars. It was funny because there were no clouds in the sky. But the cloud was... is <laughs> me. So we're back at the well, but this time along with Little Tifa and Little Cloud, their adult selves are standing next to them commenting on the memory. Yeah. Right, I was wearing these clothes. That's you too. You were so small then. And cute. Sephiroth once said, Cloud made up his memories by listening to my stories. That night the stars were gorgeous. It was just Cloud and I. We, were, we talked at the well. That's why I continued to believe that you were the real Cloud. I still believe you're the Cloud from Nibelheim, but you don't believe in yourself. These memories aren't enough. We need more. Check more. So Tifa is, like, satisfied that their memory at the well is real. Yeah, so we go back to the Celestial Palace where that memory then disappears. We mm -hmm. go, start heading She's towards like, the third path. We gotta get deeper. Cloud, what about your other memories? No, not memories. A memory is something that has to be consciously recalled, right? That's why sometimes it can be mistaken and a different thing. Yeah, you know how if like you keep revisiting a memory, you can change it and alter it and believe the new memory to be the fact? <laughs> I guess that's one thing that can happen, yeah. yeah. But it's different from a memory locked deep within your, your heart. Those, those are like ironclad. That, those memories don't lie. But anyway, we're going to go talk to the cloud that has been keeping a secret now. Get the secret memories. Yeah. Now that you mention it, why did you want to join Soldier in the first place? I was devastated. I wanted to be noticed. I thought if I got stronger, I could get someone to notice. Someone to notice you? Who? You. <laughs> That's who. So we go over to like a chunk of a wall of a house that yeah. has a window in it. Mm -hmm. And we enter this memory. Yeah. Sealed up secret wish. Tender memories no one can ever know. Sealed up secret wish. Tender memories. Very tender memories. Totally secret wish. Do you know where this window goes to, Tifa? Holy shit. So now we're in Tifa's bedroom where the orthopedic underwear is kept. Mm -hmm. Where do we know that place? I know that house. Is that her house? Yeah. Yeah. The piano and all that shit. And this is like in the far past when they're little kids. Mm -hmm. My room. Oh, dude, Cloud. It was my first time there. It was when I learned where your underwear drawer was. I only used to look up at it from outside. These people. So Tifa's up in her room with like a bunch of neighborhood friends, I guess, mm -hmm. and Cloud's outside. And Cloud is basically telling her like, you're misremembering, we weren't really close. We lived next to each other. I didn't know you that well. 
but I wanted to be, but you weren't. No- you didn't know me. Yeah, I was outside looking into this window. Yeah, and she doesn't remember that he was in her room. Now that you mention it, I don't recall you ever being in my room. Tifa always used to be with this threesome. I used to think they were all stupid. You were all childish, laughing at every stupid little thing. But we were children back then. I know, I'm the one that was stupid. I really wanted to play with everyone, but I was never allowed into the group. Then later, I began to think I was different. That then, maybe, just maybe, they would invite me in. I thought that might happen, so I hung around. I was so prejudiced and weak. That night, I called Tifa out to the well. I thought to myself, Tifa would never come, that she hated me. It's true that we weren't that close, but after you left town, I really thought about you a lot. I used to wonder how Cloud was doing. I wonder if Cloud was able to get into Soldier. I started reading the newspapers, thinking that there might be an article about you. What happened on this day? Was it a special day? This was the day... Tifa's mother. The day Mom died. What? Wow, they're really, like, just laying it on. Oh. <laughs> so then it's revealed that the scene Cloud is remembering of Tifa's room was right after Tifa's mom died. Yeah, she was really sad. Which is actually really cool because we're uncovering things Tifa has repressed also. Yeah. Like, we thought it was all about Cloud, but there's kind of, like, some shift in the... <laughs> in, in who's who's remembering correctly. I want to see Mom. Oh, that's why she's so... I was like, why is she so sad and being weird about mm-hmm. Cloud? She's all sad because her mom died. Yeah, and she, uh, in a moment of grief, like, ran up the dangerous Mount Nibble. I wonder if there's anything beyond that mountain. Mount Nibble is scary. Many people have died there. No one crosses that mountain alive. Did Mama pass through the mountains? So she runs up the mountain. Her friends are, like, warning her not to go, but she thinks, like, maybe the dead people live... On the other side of the dangerous uh-huh, mountain. Uh-huh. I don't know. She's a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going. This is a very melancholy piece of music. So everybody dies on this place, and her mom died there doing that. No, and I think her mom just died, and she's just and she's like going a, like maybe I'm going to walk into the ocean. Yeah. Except mountain. Yeah. Oh, and Cloud's going to run up and catch up to her and be like, don't. Whoa. Cloud follows her, and they both, like, fall and get hurt. I don't remember the path I walked. Tifa missed her step. I ran to her, but didn't make it in time. Both of us fell off the cliff. Back then, I only scarred my knees from falling off the cliff, but... Cloud, why'd you bring Tifa to a place like this? I didn't. I was trying to save her. What the hell is the matter with you? Some adults find Cloud and Tifa's hurt, and they're just like, It was Cloud's fault! Yeah, because he's fine and she's really hurt. What if she dies? Tifa was in a coma for seven days. Wasn't Cloud? No, she was just in a coma for seven days again. If only I could have saved her. I was so angry, angry at myself for my weaknesses. Ever since then, I felt Tifa blamed me. I got out of control. I'd get into fights, not even caring who it was. That was the first time I heard about Sephiroth. If I got strong like Sephiroth, then everyone might. So in the middle of that sentence, the flashback ends and we go back to the Celestial Palace. What a fucking gigantic dump this is taking on us. If I could just get stronger, then even Tifa would have noticed me. So that was it. 
That's why Cloud wanted to join Soldier and become a Soldier First Class. I mean, I love that the reason, because he plays it like he's so cool the whole time. Like, mm-hmm. even in his memories, he's like a cool kid telling a girl he's going on. Right. But really, he's like bitter at everybody <laughs> for his own insecurities, you know, and he's going to go do something like crazy. Pretty just, awesome. Just to get everyone else's approval. Like, mm-hmm. that's the... Yeah. Sorry, Cloud. If I had only remembered more clearly what had happened, I could have done something sooner. So she fell off the cliff, maybe got like some bumped her head, and then like forgot some shit. Shit was hazy. No, I don't think she's really that what she's saying anything. here. Maybe? I think she just wasn't thinking about this. Hmm. I think it's the kind of thing where it's like it was a big deal to me, and it wasn't to you. The right. whole story, like right. Right. She probably remembers this like, I went up there and I got hurt and I shouldn't have gone, you know? Right, right. That's it. Now I know. My childhood memories weren't all made up. Hang in there, Cloud. Just a little longer. You've almost found the real you. Holy shit. Let's go back to Nibelheim again. Okay. They're becoming more Cloud than ever. Yeah, now that Cloud has, like, made the rounds to his various feelings, mm-hmm. he goes like, okay, I think I can really face it now. Yeah, Let's the, go. Do you remember when the end of Cloud's story was that he had a confrontation with Sephiroth in the middle of the reactor? And then he was like, and that's what happened. And that was the end of my story. <laughs> Maybe one time I'll tell you about the time I went up the mountain. The reactor. Oh, yeah. To the reactor. The Mako reactor of five years ago. Up the mountain. Yeah, here we are. Okay. Wait, when he... So now we cut to the moment when Sephiroth attacks Tifa at the top of the Genova stairs. And like she right... goes, like, flying backward Yeah, among all the pods. Yeah, like, right after Tifa's found her father killed by Sephiroth and is running up to him with his own sword, mm-hmm. and he just, like, whack, and she flies down the stairs. Yeah, because Sephiroth hit Tifa, she went bouncing down the stairs, and then we found her and brought her to the side... Oh my god. Instead of Cloud running on, it's Zack, or spiky-haired guy. Yeah, black spiky hair. Zack is his name. Yeah, do we know technically in you the game? You figured it out earlier. Yeah, but so, like, I mean, like, we, we on this playthrough know. We haven't gotten, like, the proof yeah. yet. Zack. 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 Okay, but, like, right. but yeah, so Zack runs up. It was Zack who came to Nibelheim with Sephiroth. <laughs> and where were you, Cloud? Cloud, did you see it all? I saw everything. Oh, shit. He was in Nibelheim. A silhouette of a Shinra soldier. Yeah. Just some random Shinra soldier walks up and grabs the sword off of Zack's back and enters the reactor to confront Sephiroth. Yeah, and if you remember, Zack and Sephiroth arrived with two, like, basic-ass Shinra guards. Mm-hmm. He's a soldier. He just was, yeah. He's a first-class soldier. So then the Shinra soldier just runs up to Sephiroth at the Genova tank and just slashes him in the back. Mm-hmm. Arg, who are you? Mom, Tifa, my town, give it back. That's not who it Like, works. Sephiroth didn't even know who he was. He was just, like, a, a regular-ass soldier. Like, I had wasn't... so much respect for you. I admired you. Yeah, yeah. That's so awesome. Right. Oh, now I'm getting the spine tinglies. And he fucking just killed Sephiroth. Cloud? He killed the original Sephiroth. He actually could do it. That's what happened. You were there. You were watching me. 
So now we're seeing all the different parts of the flashback that we saw before, but now with the knowledge that the Shinra guard is actually Cloud. Right. And so you're seeing him see all of those parts of like running up the Nibelheim mountain. Mm -hmm. Not letting Tifa into the reactor. Right. He was the security guard they put outside to be like, no entry. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember. Hey, Cloud, if you're feeling sick, why don't you take that mask off? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, this is me. Oh, I remember that. Oh, my God. So now we're back in the van, which was like the beginning of the Nibelheim flashback originally, Mm -hmm. back in episode seven of our show. Yeah, when they're like driving there and they run into the dragon. Mm -hmm. We, as Cloud, walked up to a Shinra guard and talked to him, and there was like a weird interaction that we didn't understand at the time. Yeah, where the guard was like motion sick. Right, and it turns out that's because that's Cloud, and the Cloud that we thought was Cloud is Zack. I fucking love this. I never made it as a member of Soldier. We went and tried to I talk to that guy. I left my hometown telling everyone I was going to join, but I was so embarrassed I didn't want to see anybody. Oh my god. Yeah, so now we're back where mm-hmm. Sephiroth is saying, how does it feel to be back in your hometown? But we can see that he's not talking to Zack. He's talking just to the guard, mm-hmm. Cloud. And how Sephiroth was talking to him. Yeah. It's your first time back to oh your hometown god. in a long time, Fuck. right? Of course oh she was God. fucking confused oh my and remembered God. it like this. And also, yeah, oh man. This totally genuinely makes sense. This is in like a making way that it all like, add up in a way, even the part where I was like, why? This doesn't make oh any fucking God. sense. Like, how yeah, did he like, join Avalanche? Why do they want his help? And the fact that Tifa was like, this guy, I gotta figure his deal out. Oh like, man, you came, you kept your promise. Yeah, so you actually did come when she was in trouble. Zach is up there on the pod. And Cloud actually Sorry, did carry I didn't her over get here. there fast enough. So yeah, in the real memory, like Cloud does carry Tifa's body like to the side from where she got knocked down by Sephiroth, mm-hmm. just like he remembered. And Sephiroth walks out of the main Genova room holding Genova's head in his yeah. arm. Is he, does he have like a Genova's head? Genova's head and like a cut in his chest? Of course, one surprise attack was not enough to completely fell Sephiroth, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. he should have made sure the job was done. I mean, did Cloud kill him or what? Cloud, kill Sephiroth, says Zack. I guess he just wounded him. Yeah. Sephiroth. So Cloud confronts Sephiroth, like, at the entranceway to the main reactor. Yeah, which if you remember, every time we visit here, we're always like, why is it like this? Because, like, the way you walk in is on, like, a... Down chains? Yeah, it's on, like, a just a really shifty-looking bridge made out of a pipe. Yeah. So Sephiroth is escaping with Genova's head on the bridge, and Mm -hmm. Cloud, like, confronts him. And then Sephiroth skewers Cloud through. Mm Mm-hmm. Whoa. Don't push your luck. Don't push your luck. You think, like, Cloud is just going down, but he does that move where he, like, leans into being skewered and, like, picks up the sword. What? Am I shaking it around? It can't be. Holy shit. Whoa! Yeah, and Cloud gets, like, so much leverage on the sword through his gut that he, like, swings his body and throws Sephiroth off the bridge into the Mako below. It's fucking so yeah, cool. Yeah, like, Sephiroth holding Genova's head just falls into the Mako. Yeah. I don't know why Sephiroth didn't just let go of the sword, but he didn't, and he goes <laughs> flying. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Oh, my God. That's so awesome. I 
And then did Cloud die there? I don't know. I guess it wasn't a fatal wound. Well, we're gonna like learn how he survived later, but what we already know is that Hojo did some kind of messing around with everyone he found in mm -hmm. this town after Sephiroth destroyed mm -hmm, it. Mm -hmm. So we can sort of infer what happened, but we don't really know the deal yet. So we go back to the main celestial palace of memories mm -hmm. and we're back with Tifa. Yeah, and little boy Cloud is like, so long Tifa, until we meet again. I hope real Cloud is friendly. <laughs> and this is goodbye Tifa, until we meet again. I love this dreamscape. There's like half of a wall of a house with a window that you can see into. Yeah. Bong. All of the like different parts of Cloud like arrange themselves around each other and start coming together. I am more Cloud. This is the sound. The sound of like hitting that more cloud. button at the beginning. <laughs> Cloudier. Cloudiest. Yeah, the big floating cloud from up on high comes down to reintegrate as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, bring Full that one down. cover today is the forecast. <laughs> <laughs> With a chance of squalls coming sometime next year. Sometime next year. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. I'm now fully me. Oh, Cloud, it's really you, isn't it? Yeah, Tifa, we finally meet again. <laughs> you stupid jerk, you had us all worried sick. Kurt! He's like, don't push me. <laughs> I'll go back in there. Yeah. I'll tear myself apart all over again. My whole body is like an open wound. Cloud, are you alright? Oh, voice. voice there. there. Oh, I see. We're in the live stream, aren't we? You're a little slow on the uptake there. Too. Everyone's waiting. I'm really curious where she thought they were. Yeah. She so naturally was like, oh, okay. Psychedelic dreamscape. And only I got now this. Yeah, now she's going, like, oh, oh, that makes the sense. The yeah. Like, once you realize you're in the live stream and you've figured yourself out, do you just swim out? Does it just become I, like you're in goop and I you're like, let's get out of here? Yes, you're like, oh, it's over there. I see the exit. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like a lucid dream now and you can choose to leave Yeah, it? exactly. Like, you're sort of, you just wake up from the live stream. Let's go back, Cloud. Back to everyone. Let's just leave the live stream. <laughs> what? Can you just swim out? Swim like, out, how does... I guess so. Like once Come you've on, adjusted Tifa, let's go to the home. psychedelia of the live stream, can you just like get out? <laughs> like at first you're like, what the fuck? Who am I? Yeah. Kind of get a ground base. And yeah, I guess that's what happens. So Cloud and Tifa like wash up on a shore. Like just a shore of wreckage. Because if you remember, this is just where the town used to be. <laughs> so yeah, I guess like Barrett and Sid and Yuffie and the gang, Red, Kate Seth. Mm -hmm. They're all just like waiting while we had that experience. But I mean, that and they did, didn't go. They that didn't, didn't leave. take that long. I guess so. It, I can imagine they would still be going like, "What the fuck are we gonna do?" And then we and just then wash we just, up. Like, wash up. <laughs> Yo, you all right, Tifa? Is she, did Cloud like come out of her brain? I think they both. Came they both out of fell out. Yeah, it's still Cloud's body. He was in the wheelchair. Barrett, I when I was in the live stream, I, I saw the real Cloud. I mean, I didn't really find him. Cloud found himself on his own. But, like, <laughs> I still got to watch. All right. <laughs> I know. I still got to watch, and I learned a lot. Yeah. Like, a lot. A, a lot. lot. <laughs> like, so much. Dude, that was I learned so fucking good, right? much. That was, yeah, like... that whole sequence in the... That made it... I can't believe... Yeah, that, that brought this like game to a whole up, new level. I was just like, what the fuck? 
I don't know. That's amazing. I thought this was going to make enough sense to be entertaining, but I didn't know that was coming. I don't yeah, know that. That it was like. <laughs> that's probably why I thought that is. I I only saw that when I was a kid. I probably didn't understand it at all. At How that could point. you? Uh, so the times I've replayed yeah, that's the so beginning, my memory has been like, I don't think this ever adds up to anything. That was. That's really legitimately cool. God, difficult to appreciate when you're seven years old. The fact that he was that. that I can't believe I didn't see that magic trick. But it's right. Like, well, if that wasn't his memory, he wasn't there. It was some other guy. Right. But it's because you're looking at those little blue From guys. both sides. Yeah, yeah no. Think about it. He was there alongside <laughs> Zach. Yeah. Yeah, like, he really is... Well, maybe not. I don't know. But, like, those memory... Cloud was there. Like, he... Right. We'll have to find out if he di- what happened to him after that. Because he was there was like, for all of Because that was five years ago, right? And then he suddenly turns up five years later at the train station... I shouldn't have doubted that Cloud, he's quite a strong fellow, but I can't win against you. You're some kind of lady. People have so many things pent up inside of themselves. That is a very true thing to say, Tifa. Yeah, Tifa's really lost in the afterglow of the live stream experience. Like, going like, wow, life is so much more meaningful than we give it credit for. Yeah, she's come down, but she's changed. And they can forget so many things. That's also very true, Tifa. <laughs> Strange, isn't it? Haley just fell off the couch in her sleep. Like, whoa. <laughs> Yo, Tifa, snap out of it. Tifa, we're all fine? So the whole gang is finally back together on the high wind. Yeah, we're in that war room where you play Risk. And Cloud's going to give everyone some kind of explanation or pep talk or and something. New, probably some new directions. <laughs> Cloud can walk? Everyone, I I'm sorry. I think he was paralyzed. I think he was just like... Um, oh, they just had him in a wheelchair because he was catatonic. Yeah. Not because he was... his. Yeah, they were like, we got to get this guy he wasn't, around. His spine wasn't broken and also he was... His head yeah. was all fucked he up. He was mostly just head fucked up. Got it. I'm sorry, I don't know what to say. Don't say anything, (laughs) Cloud. All you've been doing is apologizing. It's true. Yeah, I'm sorry I keep apologizing. I never was in Soldier. I'm sorry, I've let you all down. Yeah, he was. (laughs) What? He was in Soldier. No, he wasn't in Soldier. He was just in, like, the (coughs) Army Corps. Soldier is, like, the higher... Oh, I thought the... The blue thing was soldiers. No, blue soldiers thing is like, like just like you're in the army. I'm still confused about the fact that I thought that that was soldier first class, and that he was still in soldier overall. Yeah, that's that. I mean, he does. He did say in the flashback, I was never in soldier. I know, but I was like, <laughs> but he's in soldier uniform. They've really got to. And the remake, they have to clarify this shit. You it's, can't just call an organization soldier no. and have other soldiers in another organization. Soldier is the like. Marines. Right, okay. Right. And that's what Zach was a part Zach of. Zach and Sephiroth. You can tell they're in Soldier because they don't wear uniforms. Right. <laughs> the soldiers in the other organization, are not, they look like soldiers, but they're not in Soldier. Like, I should have had this straight by then, but I was still like four days away from having <laughs> been dealing with Magicite and FF6. <laughs> I left my village looking for glory, but I never made it into Soldier. Yeah, I remember this being, like, a thing that he was cagey about at the beginning, too. Like, she was like, did you ever make it into Soldier? And he was like, yeah. First class. First class. <laughs> yes, totally. I was so ashamed of being so weak. Then I heard this story from my friend Zach. Really, no. And I created an illusion of myself made up of what I had seen in my life. And I continued to play the charade as if it were true. 
Illusion, huh? Pretty damn strong for illusion, I'd say. I'm physically built like someone in Soldier. Hojo's plan to clone Sephiroth wasn't that difficult. It was just the same procedure they use when creating members of Soldier. Really? You see, someone in Soldier isn't simply exposed to Mako energy. Their bodies are actually injected with Genova cells. For better or worse, the only the strong can enter Soldier. It has nothing to do with the Genova reunion. That's a separate other thing that's going on. But weak people, like me, get lost in the whole thing. The combination of Genova cells, Sephiroth's strong will, and my own weaknesses are what created me. I'm just going to let him speak for himself, yeah. because I'm not sure I can parse that out at all. Well, I think there's something about... There's a major element of this where Sephiroth's strong will from within that dense Mako egg mm -hmm. was like strongly affecting the clones for the reunion and also Cloud himself. Cloud, yeah, was at some point Hojo injected him with Genova cells, mm -hmm. but also Mako, so we got the soldier eyes, but really it's not Mako because it's a secret Genova project. You're getting it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Everyone knew that. I'm Cloud. The master of my own illusionary world. But I can't remain trapped in an illusion anymore. I'm gonna live my life without pretending. I love, like, he was like, I know that there's, like, a thing I know I don't want to know, mm -hmm. so maybe I should just not continue on this journey. And they're like, well, <laughs> this is a... You gotta. It's a yeah. Game. You gotta find out who you really are. And he just did. Yep. Finally. You sure messed up, Cloud. Yeah, Barrett's right. He's like... He's like, this doesn't change shit for us. Like, I'm glad there ain't no difference from before. <laughs> I'm glad you sorted yourself out there, buddy. Yeah. By the way, Cloud, what are you going to do now? Don't tell me you're going to leave the ship. No, now I have to search for Sephiroth. <laughs> I have a new journey. I have a new mission in life. I'm starting an orphanage. I'm the reason... <laughs> I'm the reason why Meteor is falling towards us. What about weapon? That's why I have to do everything in my power to fight this thing. Good. Then you're gonna keep fighting to save the planet. It's like you always told me, Barrett. Oh. Ah, <laughs> uh, you mean that. There ain't no getting off this train we're on. This train don't, man, don't make no stops. There ain't no getting off of this train we're on. <laughs> that was the moment it all came together for Barrett. Yeah, everyone simultaneously recognizes the Snowpiercer-like reality of their existence. <laughs> <laughs> and they all shout out. <laughs> God, and the banter between the characters in this one, I enjoy yeah, it it's all. Yeah, it's legitimately like, that funny. That is a huge jump like... that I don't think we've commented on. It's yeah. Like, in the other ones, we were sitting there going, "Will they shut the fuck up already?" Yeah, and there's, like, there's well, there's a lot of uh, legitimately funnily written lines that, yeah. like, comedic timing works on and stuff. And there were times in six that that was the case, but yeah. I just mean I'm kind of blown away by how much more of this game is about the character interaction. Dude, this, this like, guy... <laughs> we go up to the guy who's, like, the guard that's standing this, in the war room. Yeah, well, his job is to, like, help you change your party or something. And save your game, yeah. I think, on the ship. Mm -hmm. But he's got a little bit of a backstory. <laughs> I'm really a weak person, so I could really understand how you feel. No one knows when fighting will begin, so but let's get ready. Okay. Oh my god. Yuffie's dead. <laughs> 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 
She doesn't have any idea that this stuff is happening. <laughs> We're gonna give her a phoenix down and be like, you won't believe this. You're sit Flash down back. because we have like a week of that worth of shit gone. to talk about. <laughs> we'll take a sip. Oh my god. Insert disc three. <laughs> no, it's not quite time for that not yet. yet. But we're back on the bridge of the high wind. Yeah, and it's like this moment where you finally have Cloud back at the top of your party, and mm -hmm. like everyone is on the same page, feels so triumphant. Mm hmm. Listen, Cloud, we're right in the middle of the mission for the huge materia, right? Like, that's what we were doing. You're back. We got you back. Yeah, and Kate Sith pipes up. He could chime in more often now that he's on our side. He knows everything. I know this is kind of out of the blue, but there's an underwater reactor at Junon. Actually, we heard about that already. Yeah. As far as I can see, that's the only one left. That's that. Let's go. Oh, my God. Come on, Cloud. Don't fuck around. We're going to Junon, boy. <laughs> they knew it's tough being a leader. I always forget who has what materia. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you, Sid. Sid, I'm totally with you. I'm glad you're back with us. I'm glad you're back with us. Help me. Escape from a world of illusions. <laughs> hmm. I wonder which is better. Level 8 learner pilot. So now that town is another crater. We're just yep. leaving craters all over this fucking <clears throat> world. I'm gonna see if we can land on that weird space. Now that we're level, we're high level pilots. Still want to get to that weird jello mold on top of the we, mountain. We're like really want to get there. <laughs> we're hungry for it. Where was that thing? Which thing? The thing that was on top of a thing. Oh, of the, the green jello. Yeah. It's on the western continent by Cosmo Canyon. And your left, just up ahead. Yeah, there it is. And I gotta say, being in 3D with the airship, I feel like I have my bearings in a way that I yeah. didn't really... Yeah. Like I can sort of figure out where I am. I feel that way. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't know, I don't know how we're getting there. It's not on the airship. Yeah, I mean, we already knew that too, but we're watching the pilot level up going like, yeah. maybe he's can land in forest. You never uh. know if that is meaningful <laughs> or not. It better not be like, uh, not a thing. Oh, it's a thing. I'm pos There's no way that's not a thing. So, we're going to Junon. Which one's Junon? Is this Junon? No. Uh, man, I'm... <laughs> Fuck if I know where Junon is. <laughs> well, I want to at least do Was this. Was it maybe like the... Did we maybe go there after we went to Costa del Sol? No, it's right before. I know. It's uh, I know where all this stuff is so well now. It's yeah. like inconceivable to me that at this point in the game, I didn't know where Junon was. Yeah, We've been there twice for the story already. Like, like for us to be this many months into airing the season, and for us to literally be on like five days into right, to a hear thing, ourselves since we pressed start on the when game. we were just Final Fantasy VII babes. Seriously, maybe I can't tell you what happened in what order, as far as that's concerned. We thought we were so far in the game, but there's a whole... A whole level a of whole understanding disc. to come. Here, you take over for a bit. Oh, I gotta pee. <sighs> I think this is Junon with the big gun. Oh, the big howitzer city? Yeah. God, the depth of emotion that's in this game. Yeah, even like, with the bad translation, it's still... Well, the, like, no, that story... Like, now it's great. Like, now... 
Yeah, now we're soaring. Yeah, seriously. I mean, the fact that, like, we were saying, oh, this is why it's amazing when Eris dies, mm-hmm. the fact that that's followed by revelations that uh, are, are even more significant, mm-hmm, just, mm-hmm. like, steadily until the end is crazy. Awesome. Now I'm like, holy fucking shit about this game. Like, at, when Eris died, I was saying that, but, like, this is like, oh, they that's... made a Final Fantasy that might make sense? Now, don't get ahead of yourself now. Well, the fact that you can even, like, smell logic coming yeah, off of it. exactly. <laughs> That's like, a... it has, like, an insane thing, but I can track. It, yeah. Like, it was insane for a purpose. Like, it was, like, making me... Yeah, it's, man, it's operating on a lot of levels that I'm liking a lot. I'll go get some fireworks in a minute. Oh, good idea. I didn't even think of that. I was so... <laughs> so invested. So invested in this. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think it's just Stockholm Syndrome, it's that, like, it really takes 20 hours to get, like, good, good, like, to get, yeah. to get, to get the, to the best place, game ever good. Like, to get to the places where the hype is, right. like, what people, what people say about it, you you're not gonna just, get like, it until you... You can't just, like, sit down and, no. and see it. No, it, it takes, like, an investment. <laughs> It's not Stockholm Syndrome. That was, it's amazing. No, it's so I mean, good. like... <laughs> Haley, you just stepped on my foot. And that's episode 28. It's probably not going to get any better than that. Yeah. I mean, like... We've crested on the roller coaster, and we are reached zero gravity. I've been thinking back to this sequence in this game since we played it, and, like, been excited to get to this. I mean, like, compare... I don't even know if any other game will reach this kind of level where like the main plot is actually about the main character lying to himself because he's ashamed like that I mean, is so crazily nuanced good. to me yeah. for how broadly this game is written you know what i mean like yes mostly for that to come through exactly in a way that like actually you know gives you the spine tinglies and like makes that moment a reveal right because so much of this plot is like huge strokes that people are like talking around mm-hmm. to just get to the next thing. Right. And there's all this like there's even little connections I was picking up where he talked about his scarred knees and like there was a yeah, line Tifa, in the beginning about like you used to get by with just skinned knees. Yeah, and, yeah, he scraped his knees when she fell and right. she got a concussion. <laughs> I also love in that story about Tifa running up the mountain and falling over that later on she's like the guide that takes you up the mountain like we see the origin story of her I mountain know. expertise. I mean, that's like I love the implied stories this game leaves behind. Mm-hmm. Like you have to imagine that she went to face her fears or something after getting hurt there and right. became a, a mountaineer. Yeah. <laughs> and also there's like a parallel where seven years ago Cloud goes to save Tifa on the mountain when she gets hurt. And then two years later, he goes to save Tifa on the same mountain Mm -hmm. when she gets hurt. Yeah, it's really good. It's revealing itself to be more purposeful in this episode than translation mistakey. I mean, yeah, and the fact that, like, you know, Cloud killed his hero without attaining, like, the rank of his hero. Right. Like, like he managed to, like, throw defeat him, him in battle. Yeah. Do, like, throw the Emperor off the, you know, that moment. Yeah, and I mean, the way this lands, too, is, like, from here on out, like, Cloud is a different person. Like, he's written differently. Mm-hmm. Like, he approaches everything with confidence. He's, like, friendly to people. He's not, he's not like guarded. Dick. He's not, like, guarded mm-hmm. and trying to be an asshole. Well, because I think he was trying to emulate Zack, in yeah. a way, through all this. And he's also, I think, trying to protect that memory, the lie of I made it mm-hmm. into soldier. Yeah. Like, he doesn't want, like, the whole, whole like, before this, all Cloud ever fucking says is, I'm Cloud, ex-soldier. Like, mm-hmm. that's his, like, main identity. And 
that one thing. <laughs> that one thing. That one that I like have seen the Final Fantasy VII remake account tweet as like Cloud's character definition. Right. It's like Cloud. Like, it's, it's like I wanted to retweet it and be like lies. Yeah, like spoil it in, the, <laughs> in their own tweets. <laughs> but yeah, I mean this. I love this part of the game. Yeah, this is wonderful. I mean, the live stream, to actually go there after hearing about it for 28 episodes of a show. Mm -hmm. My God. Oh, do you want to go back into the live stream? Yeah, let's just shove our hands deep into the soft, plushy fur of the universe and get a real good feel. Ooh, yeah, let's do that right mm -hmm. now. The fur of the universe is almost as soft as Haley's fur. It's all-encompassing. The fur of the universe recently got a summer cut. <laughs> uh, just roll around in that fur. Our, oh, I, I feel the message is coming to me. Okay, the message reads, It would seem to me that, despite having been one of the most famous vocal groups of their day, Hall and Oates are not very well remembered now, or are only remembered as a source of fun 80s bops like Maneater. That is a great track, but I would like to suggest a popular re-evaluation of the band's work overall. The songs of Hall and Oates are the product of an elevated harmonic sensibility, meticulously excellent production, and an experimental spirit that often goes without acknowledgement. The consistently high quality of their 80s work is beyond reproach, and their early masterpiece, Abandoned Luncheonette, is one of the greatest folk pop albums of a decade overburdened with recordings in the genre. Even their uneven later 70s work offered irresistible songs like Portable Radio. Their legacy was sufficient to earn them a name drop from R&B giant Anderson Pack on his landmark 2016 album Malibu, as well as this verbose livestream message defending the better part of their output. Thank you for the opportunity. You do not have to tell me that twice. I fucking <laughs> love Hollow Notes. I used to like to go to bars, and on the jukebox, I would put on Rich Girl, really? followed by The Grateful Dead's Dark Star, <laughs> which is like 40 minutes long, followed by Rich Girl. <laughs> you would go back to yeah. Rich Girl. Well, that sounds like I need to go and familiarize myself better with the Hollow Notes catalog. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think everybody should. So, thank you so much to Stuart Dalo for that message. Yes, thank you. I really like that one. <laughs> and let's let's leave the live stream as Cloud and Tifa did in this episode by realizing that we're in it and swimming out. Mm-hmm. And we're back. If you're interested in the live stream message, they're just $25 uh -huh. a piece. It can be, as you can tell now, anything that you want it to be. If you have a piece of pop culture you think needs defending from the masses of the internet, this can be your bastion. This is can this could be your soapbox. <laughs> yeah. So just email us at nocappodcast at gmail.com with the subject line live stream. We do payments through PayPal because we're totally independent. And yeah, say whatever you want. And with that, please rate and review us on wherever you like to rate and review. We do read every iTunes or Apple podcast review. Mm -hmm. Get in touch with us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram at mm -hmm. NoCat Podcast. It's N-O-C-K-A-T. Thank you so much to every one of the Patreon subscribers. Yes. 
We really appreciate you guys. And if you're interested in joining the group, you can get the episodes early on Mondays instead of mm -hmm. Thursdays. You can get the video version. You can get a free T-shirt. Or you unlock can get the bonus content. The bonus content. For just a dollar, you get access to all the mm -hmm. bonus episodes. Mm -hmm. That's at patreon.com slash nocat. Thank you for your continued support. Yeah. Go buy a T-shirt or a mug at etsy.com. Search No One Can Know About This mm -hmm. and you'll find us. And tell a friend. Yeah. Try to explain it to them. Live my life. Yes. Walk around Live. going, well, it's like a podcast about It's like Final a little Fantasy, bit different but, than that, though. But we record like 25 <laughs> hours at a time, and then we listen to all of it again. And then I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> and then I give up. What should we have for some dessert? What about like a Rice Krispie treat? Have we had one? Oh, man. Yeah. Let's get one of those ones that is like homemade, and for some reason, it's just way better. Right. It's all gooey. Maybe there's also, they throw in like some golden grams mm. or whatever, you know? <sighs> That sounds good. Let's have that. Mm -hmm. All right. I'd say you got paper towels that have soap in them. Yep. Which suck. <laughs> I fucking accidentally <laughs> bought those once, and it was a nightmare for me because they don't ever. They're like a fucking, like a Hanukkah candle of, of soap in there. Like it just doesn't stop. I don't know in what situation you would ever want a soapy paper towel. <laughs> Something that can't be used to dry. <laughs> yeah, it's so a paper towel you can't dry anything with. It's crazy. Yeah.